dedicated, obsessed, focused. This is the Masters of Fitness Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the sixth episode of the Masters of Fitness Podcast. How's everybody doing today out there, Thad? How you going, Thad? Doing How you good. Doing, today? doing good. Been busy today. Busy today. Yeah. Heard you cook like 300 lunches for uh, the masses of the world today. 29. 29? Yeah, 29 lunches. What's on the menu today? What you got? Turkey taco meat. Turkey taco mm-hmm. meat? Turkey taco meat. It's a fan favorite. A fan favorite. What's the sides? Somebody was talking. The sides are um, sweet potatoes, broccoli, and rice with vegetables. Well, I would like to let you know that I enjoy food as well. So I haven't eaten a day. You could have brought your co-host to, uh, co-host a plate. Man, That's I was right. in such a hurry. I was doing good to get everything put in the refrigerator. All right. So you want to? Uh, so you got an announcement to make. Want to uh, share the people the news, the good news, the announcement? What you got going on? Yeah, I've recently um, I moved gyms. Moved gyms. Yep, Where moved you at gyms. now? I went to. Uh, I'm working out at. Golden Triangle CrossFit. I mean, I'm not Golden Triangle CrossFit. I'm sorry. That's where I used it's to work It's still in out. your heart. It's still in yeah, your heart. Dad. I can't stop saying that. Uh, CrossFit Beaumont. Okay, cool. I'm at, I'm at CrossFit Beaumont now. Um, I made that move about, uh, it's been two weeks now. Week, week before last, I went over there. And uh, I'll be coaching my, um, my endurance class over there starting June 22nd at uh, – I believe we're going to do it at eight forty-five in the morning every Saturday. So same type of uh, same structure to the class, same endurance. Right. Get your wind up, get your speed up, everything's going. Yep, get that heart heart rate up and keep it there for about thirty or forty minutes. So people, you could now find that at CrossFit Beaumont, yep. eight forty-five, same endurance class. Yep. Uh, like we said once before, it's geared towards increasing your conditioning to help you push through those. Uh, Longer wads and help you learn how to maintain that steady heart rate and be able to work and push through. So, yep. so I decided to do something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, a buddy called me and and asked me. He said he had a challenge for me. I say, okay, whatever a challenge. I thought it was gonna say like a marathon or do the MS one fifty, which I was already down for. But he said, right. you gonna do an Ironman. An Ironman. So you just want to put bundle all three of them together. So a full Ironman. A full Ironman, which I don't think is normally too bad. But when you're a guy like me who can't swim, <laughs> to going to trying to swim 2.4 miles is going to be a challenge. So You better get you some floaties. That's all right. I signed up for adult swim lessons at the natatorium so people don't laugh yeah. at me. So we all got challenges in life, and that's one I, I'm going to partake and I'm going to overcome this time. So uh, You'll be all right. I'll be all right? All right. Yeah. So. Without further ado, as you all guys all know, we got, I would like to say, our first big time <laughs> famous uh, famous guest on the air today, on the show with us today on the podcast. So I would like you guys to give Miss Jillian a, a, a round of applause and welcome her to the show. <laughs> I'm flattered. I don't know you're about flattered? big time, but I'm big flattered. Time? Hey, you're big. Hey, hey, look. <laughs> When you're a couple of guys like us just put on the show, get a when we I, I was joking at class, I was joking at work, and I'll say when we tagged her to the post and she reposted, I was like, now nah, I feel like I'm famous now. Cause everybody <laughs> just thought randomly commenting, I say, Who are all these people? So welcome, welcome. We're glad to have you here on our show today. Glad so to be here. I'm excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this all day. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
Gotta get a little closer. Yeah, to here. There we go. yeah. Look, get a little closer to the microphone. <laughs> I want everybody Come to hear on. what she has. Yeah, to say. yeah. You got yeah. some good stuff to say. Let's. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get down here to uh, to Southeast Texas? Well, a little history on Jillian. Yeah. So I went to school for journalism, and a lot of people in the broadcast field you gotta move around a lot, you know, till you get you know from job to job, getting where you want to go. I always wanted to end up back in Texas because I'm originally from the Dallas area. I grew up in Midlothian, Texas south of Dallas there. So went to school at Arizona State, was there for about three and a half years, then moved to Missouri for my first job. Then from there, bounced down to El Paso, then moved all the way across the other side of the state, and wow. now I'm here. So from one side of Texas to the other. Yes, and it's a long drive. So yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a, Texas is pretty big. Yeah, it's about a 12-hour drive, huh? Yeah. You can literally drive eight hours through Texas and still be not even halfway through. Oh, I know. So let's backtrack a little <laughs> bit. I've I've heard rumors about Arizona State that it's the number one party school in the nation. Is that true? I mean, I would say that's not inaccurate. <laughs> it's not inaccurate. <laughs> it's not inaccurate. So, but I, mean, I think you could find a party anywhere if you look. Yeah, hard yeah. Enough. If you look hard enough, you can find a party anywhere. It's no big deal. I just something I heard. Just a little rumor I heard. So tell us a little about what you do at the uh, local station and your job and all that. Yeah, so I am the morning co-anchor there as well as a producer. So uh, we produce the show. I write the scripts. Well, we all kind of work together. It's a four and a half hour show, so it takes a lot of teamwork yeah. to get that put together. Um, so we start bright and early at one thirty in the morning getting the show together before we ever go on the air at 4.30. Oh, Excuse me? You said one thirty in the morning? One thirty in the morning. So what's uh, normal bedtime for you? Well, it depends on the day. I actually usually do two naps. Break it up in the day because I also teach some classes, some yoga classes at night. So depending on the day, it's two naps. Uh, if I get to sleep straight, I love to lay down at like 4 or 5. So, you know, I read somewhere. So you'll take two naps? Mm -hmm, usually, yeah, I try to get two naps in. Maybe two or three hours for the first half of the day after work. Then wake up, do whatever oh. I need to do, go back to sleep. <laughs> So I read somewhere that it's best for humans to sleep like every sleep for two hours. Well, the thing is, yeah, you sleep two hours, you wake up, you do some work, and you sleep for two hours instead mm -hmm. of sleeping for a steady eight hours, eight hours straight throughout the day because it's pretty hard. So you're actually ahead of the curve with the naps in between the day. Yeah, I'm hoping one day I feel ahead of a curve. <laughs> you feel ahead of <laughs> <laughs> from doing that, but <laughs> it's still a, it's still a uh, it's still a challenge. So. So we got you on here today to talk a little bit about you. You just recently did a bodybuilding competition, correct? I did, my second one, and I had no experience doing any of that till I moved here. So that was just something I decided to do. Um, everywhere I've lived, I've tried to pick up one new skill, and that was one I decided I was going to go for. So what made you get into it? Just on a whim or? Well, so I've always been active and into fitness, but I never really had any goals, I guess you could say. I mean, goals, you know, I wanted to be healthy, but um, I just called up a local gym here, Chad and Heather Feldman, because I was looking for a change. Mm -hmm. I wanted to up my training. So I just went there and I never really had any plans to compete. I knew that they trained athletes, but uh, one day he just suggested it one day. We were there lifting and I was like, oh, okay, guess so. Then I went on my first prep <laughs> first. <laughs> and woo, I didn't know what I got myself into, but I stuck with it. And I'm yeah. Really that glad prep, um, that's quite, takes quite the dedication, doesn't it? It did. Yeah. The first one was 18 weeks. That's a long time. Golly, that's a long time. <laughs> so I know when people think about bodybuilding, the first thing they go to is these super massively yeah. overbuilt people that look, you know, just anybody, just muscles on top of muscles. Explain right the actual type of bodybuilding that you compete in and what's the difference between them, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. So there's obviously different um, 
categories. So for the women, you know, bikini figure. And I mean, you are, you do see those massive people there. Obviously Mm -hmm. those are out there, but, um, I really like bikini and figure because it is about building muscle, but you still look really feminine. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's, but you're very conditioned and athletic and that's what attracted me to that. I saw those girls. I was like, I want to look like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's Hey, that's motivation. Yeah. Motivation. So, so that's good. So how did you do in your competition, if you don't mind us asking? Yeah, so my first one, I got second last year in uh, novice. And then this year, I did second in open and then first in novice for my class. So okay. I did bikini last year. My my goal was to do figure, which is uh, the step above bikini. It's a slightly more muscle. Mm-hmm. But we decided my prep uh, last year wasn't quite there yet. I needed one more year one to more build year. a yeah. little bit. The way I understand it is uh, you, you really got to pick the right category, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. For, for your For what body they're style. looking yeah. for. And I looked good last year, but I just needed a little bit more muscle. So the, uh, my coaches were like, hey, let's let's do bikini. And I was like, okay. It at least gets me the experience of getting out there on the stage and doing a show. So we did that. Then we took an off season, grew a little bit, and then this year came back and did figure. Cool. So that was fun. So you plan on doing another show? I do. So I think I'm going to take a year off, grow a little bit more, come in a little bit more conditioned. And so I'm 28 now for my 30, when I turn 30, that's when I might that's plan a good goal. to make it a little big so, show So um, one thing that I noticed when I, I knew you were doing all these shows and you were in prep because I follow your Instagram and stuff yeah. like that. And I see you in, on the news in the morning and I just don't know how you go on there smiling like you do, knowing that you're uh, that you're about to dehydrate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how mental, how mentally tough is that? Like just the eating, the work schedule. Because like I said, if I don't eat enough, I get drained. Or do you eat right. a lot? Or how is the diet? How does it work? Yeah, I mean, you're eating. En- I mean, you're in a deficit, obviously, but you're eating enough. It's when you get, uh, it's when you up the cardio and everything. I mean, things do get really challenging toward the end, but a diet is the hardest part because there was no cheating. I mean, you had to eat clean yeah. those 18 <laughs> weeks and you don't realize how good a cheeseburger tastes till you can't have one yes, for a while. And that's what, and uh, a buddy's trying to convince me to do a show. And I was like, man, I, don't, I just can't stop eating oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's tough. Well, it's really fun to see the changes your body goes through. In those first two months, you're motivated. Like, yeah, I see the changes. But you don't realize how many uh, social events revolve around food until you, you know, are in a prep. You know, everything we do, we're going out to eat for dinner. We're doing this celebration and that. And it's always cake. Cake. and. So what are your, <clears throat> say, in during prep, what are your go-to, like, little snack foods? So I don't get to snack. It was, <laughs> no, no, no. it was six meals a day. That was it. There was no snacks. Um, I did eat raw onions. I was allowed to eat those. Oh, <laughs> sounds delicious. Great <laughs> snack food. Um, but greens, I could eat, you know, a lot of greens, broccoli, zucchini. But as far as actual, like, snacks, no. You see there, folks? Greens can be a snack. It's all about it the mindset. Can. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, you just can. have to close your eyes and pretend it's something else. Something else. <laughs> I had a, uh, one of my super, oh, the supervisor said his brother did uh did bodybuilding, so uh-huh. he would like eat apple pies, but he wouldn't swallow it. He'll just chew it, I and don't then have that kind and of just and he would he would chew a donut, and he'll get the <laughs> taste in his mouth out. and spit it out, and he'd be like, "Okay, I'm good." Maybe I'll try that next time. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it'd be the pressure to be like, "Ah, this is so good." So yeah, actually, the, my group at work is kind of disappointed in me because we're having a celebration because I switched jobs. Yeah, and they asked me if I wanted a cake. I said, nah, because I'm trying to eat more healthy. I said, I just right. want a fruit tray. I was like, what do you mean a fruit tray? I said, <laughs> I said a fruit tray. I think because remember it goes back to Ben Bergeron spoke about uh, 
like events and celebrations could be like could be detrimental to your diet because the culture around and just eat junk food and eat sweets. So it's outside the norm when you eat like when you eat healthy, people look at you and say, you don't eat cake. You don't need this. They right. no. like, so why do you eat cake? So I learned from him and I flipped the script and I said, I'm going to get a, a fruit tray. Yeah. So everybody's going to be pissed off, but it'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because when you're out at those events and things like that, like it's one piece of cake, but when you're in a prep, that one piece of cake can be a big deal. And this, and this, and this, yeah. So man, yeah, that's crazy. 18 weeks mm-hmm. and no cheat meal. Not yeah. like a cupcake, a piece there of was, cookie. There was nothing, <laughs> but it Ooh. made uh, the after meal ver- very worth it, but uh, yeah, the diet was definitely the hardest part, especially at work. You know, if you watch our morning show, we do a lot of uh, segments with cookies and <laughs> yeah, like and yeah, like with delicious things that I didn't, you know, was not a part of. And my coworkers like to make fun of me for eating my ground turkey, you know, at four oh, yeah. in the morning. But whatever, you know, whatever it takes. <laughs> did any of that rub off on? Uh, did it rub off on anyone? Any of the uh, eating habits, the healthiness? I think so. For some people, <laughs> for some people, I don't mean to. I don't mean to jump ships, but just is bring my bring to my mind this yeah. arm wrestling competition. I saw it. Oh yeah, the arm wrestling. Were you being for real? Were you taking it easy, or were you? Uh... I mean, I could have tried a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was just something we did for fun because uh, we do a gym membership with work, and a lot of people had just signed up, so uh, we were just having fun that day. Okay, cool. <laughs> so. We got the diet out of the way. Diet, very strict diet, no cheap meals, 18 weeks. So what was your first meal? When can you actually eat your cheat meal, your biggest cheat meal? Is it the night before the competition or right after the competition? Well, it kind of depends on how you look. So I didn't get a cheat meal the night before. He said okay. it kind of depend on how I looked. So um, I had a steak for lunch after the show, but you still have to go back for the night show, so you don't want to, like, overeat. <laughs> so ah, okay. then I had a big old bowl of lobster pasta afterwards, and it was so good. Oh, man. (laughs) Lobster pasta. Yeah, I see all these people that do these shows, and then as soon as it's over with, they go and get these great big old hamburgers or um, like a big banana split or something, and I'm thinking, man, that has got to make them feel like crap. Oh, it does, after being clean for so long? Yeah, it's got to be horrible. Yeah. (laughs) It tastes so good, though, huh? (laughs) I was watching, uh, what was that, the Ronnie Coleman uh, documentary on uh, Netflix, which is really good. And he was telling the story about he didn't win his first competition until he started having cheat meals right before. Mm -hmm. I think it was one of the bodybuilders said he invited him to his room, and they took shots and got drunk and ate pizza. Then he said the next day he came to like he was just looking extra big and like end up winning the show and like that's just what he started doing. So Yeah. It was always weird to me. I thought if you eat the night before, it'd throw your whole look off. Yeah, it's just funny how it just depends on how you look the night before because I know some competitors whose coaches say, Okay, eat a cheeseburger, but um for me it was egg whites. That's what I ate the night before. So Egg whites. Egg whites. Egg whites and spinach. Egg whites. I used to eat go. egg whites every day for breakfast, but I would cook them in the microwave, and it would be like a bunch of water in the bottom Ooh. of the bowl. It was rough. I have them every day. Every yeah. day? But mine are in a smoothie. Oh, I got gotcha. you. See, I only, I only drink them if I'm running late because it's you not. You can drink egg whites? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm scared to get salmonella? No. I'm, I've been doing it for three years, and I hadn't got sick yet. So you just mix it up in like a protein shake or just? Well, I, I, I make a smoothie every morning that has – Literally has a whole cup of uh, frozen strawberries, a cup of frozen blueberries, um, probably about a half a cup of um, plain white Greek yogurt. Um, Let me see. And then I have, there's probably, there's right at eight to ten egg whites in there. 
and a whole uh, a whole cup of dry oatmeal. It's like thirteen hundred calories. That's a big smoothie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say that it it makes right at thirty two ounces. A little bit better than thirty two ounces. I fill up a, a big Yeti cup. I can fill one of those up completely full, and that's pretty much that's my breakfast. Really. So I start off the day with a bang. Well, I don't eat breakfast. Not so. a bang energy drink, but a bang. A bang? Bang <laughs> energy drinks all good. So we got diet out the way. So let's talk about your training. How hard is the training? How much do you have to train? So I lifted four days a week, different body parts each mm-hmm. on those four days. And then we did cardio two times a day for 30 minutes. So my cardio was walking on the treadmill at an incline for 30 minutes. Okay. Fasted in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then when I got off work, I did the other 30 minutes. So you was pretty busy. Yeah. So my fasted cardio was at midnight. I think that's what made it the hardest because. Well, hold on. Oh, that's right. That's right. So your morning <laughs> fasted cardio is actually everybody's time when they're sleeping. Yeah. And it's so tempting to want to hit snooze or stop uh, when when it goes off in the morning because, oh, I'd rather sleep that 30 minutes, but you can't. <laughs> right. Best thing best thing to do is just turn it off and get up out of bed, huh? Yep. <laughs> well, my wife, she fuzzes with me every morning. I have like eight snoozes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I start at four. I start my snoozing at about 4.15, and I'll keep it going until 5.30. I, I set mine early enough, too, so I can do that a couple times. I totally understand that. And then I look at it, and I say, oh, I got to get in there and get to the gym. So finally break it off. So training is, uh, of course, diet is very important. Training is very important as well. So you speak about breaking your training days up. Do you just specialize on one muscle group each time, or do you have to – you can just kind of combine the two together or? Yeah, I do two, two muscle groups each okay. day. So I train Mondays and Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays with weights and then cardios every day. Okay. Ooh, cool. Yeah. So I like, like when we, me and dad talked about this before, a lot of women kind of uh, stray away from the whole muscle muscle building and uh, lifting weights because they see the bodybuilding type women and say, oh, I don't want to look like. Right. I don't want to look like a bodybuilder. So kind of help us dispel that myth that if a woman was to lift weights, that they will look like a man. No, you totally won't. That's what keeps everything, you know, nice and tight and healthy, strong bones. And for I was one of those for a while that just all always did cardio until, you know, several years ago. And then I picked up the weights and realized, like, that is where you get the, you know, the toning. Right. And um, I've never felt better. I've never been happier with how mm-hmm. I looked either. But I was kind of one of those that fell into that category. But... Um, weightlifting is like essential to combine with your cardio. Yes. Yeah. So you said earlier before on air, we came, you spoke about a new element to your fitness as you did marathons. I did. Yeah. That was back in college. Like I said, I always had these, uh, I pick one new thing to try and, you know, everywhere I live. And when I lived in Arizona for college, that was my goal. So I had never run more than a mile in my life. Okay. Really? Yeah. I was not a runner, but I got my plan, laid it all out. I told my parents, I remember I came home for Christmas break, I'm going to train for a marathon. And they were like, okay. Yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> and then I really did it. And uh, so I did three. Three full marathons? Mm-hmm. I three. ran one. It's- one full marathon. And, uh, <clears throat> I, you know, I have a lot of friends that run them, that runs, you know, lots of them. But uh, that hurt. That hurt me. It's hard on the body. Well, it hurt my, uh, from basically... About from the knees down. My feet, my ankles, and my mm-hmm. toes and stuff, were they were toast. But mine was a trail run. Oh, So it wow. was all, all kind of funky uh, terrain. So it, it was it was hard. Which marathon did you run? That was the uh, Seabrook Lucky Trails Marathon over there. Really? Yeah. It's a fun race. 
See, I'm making me scared to run this marathon. My goal is to run a marathon in Houston in July. Oh, Not wow. July, January, January. You can do it. You can so. do it. It's really rewarding. Uh, I have really good memories. I trained with a lot of really cool friends, met a lot of people in the running community. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I ran in my Metcons this morning, and yeah, it didn't it didn't do justice to my What'd feet. What'd you do that for? <laughs> so my toes are hurting right now because I ran. What'd you run in your Metcons for? Bags, that's the only shoes I have. And you know those, even my Metcons are like five years old. Look. You go over there to On The Run and go get you some running shoes. <laughs> See, On The Run, if you're listening, you could sponsor and send me a pair of running shoes. I'll be more than willing to review them and test them out for you. So you so go. how was it switching from the world of just cardio into weightlifting? Did you get the same feel as like accomplishment or end goal that you was looking for? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll say at first I did not find weightlifting very fun. Um, I had to find ways to make it fun. I'm not one of those that I can train by myself. I need, you know, like a trainer. If not a trainer, I'll have a friend go with me. Um, To me, that makes it a lot more fun. But once I started seeing the results, I was like, okay, hey, maybe there's truth to this (laughs) thing that you should be doing this. So, yeah, I was really happy with that. How long did it take that you actually start seeing some muscle development, switching from that, you know, more endurance style, longer muscle to the more... I saw within three to four weeks, I started seeing differences, which is which was pretty quick. And I was like, wow, I guess I do have it in me. I can do it. So was it just like immediate jump into bodybuilding or did, did you start working out and then decide you want to do bodybuilding? Yeah, the bodybuilding came later. I just started okay. lifting and then I changed up my diet, changed my training plan just to see what would happen. And I was really happy. And then I thought, well, hey, why not? I've already started. Might as well take the next step, you know? Yeah, it's cool, cool. So... You, too, can do a bodybuilding competition, everybody. It's not fun, easy to do. And women, you could get out there, too. You don't have to be super bulky and look like you say, a quote-unquote man. So, Jalen is the prime example of you still look feminine and be a bodybuilder. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people, when they see the pictures or – at least I've heard, you know, a lot of people say genetics plays a big part in, like, the bodybuilding world, mm-hmm. um, which, I mean, to an extent, yes. But um, somebody put it, I heard it best from a nutritionist one time. They told me that um, good genetics only loads, only loads the gun. It's a healthy lifestyle that pulls the trigger. Exactly. And I cannot be- like, that's just so true. Yeah, yeah, I buy that. Yeah, somebody could be born with big shoulders, but if you don't define them and develop right. them, you're just a guy with big shoulders. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's it. So... But that's cool, cool. So bodybuilding, as we know, is just one aspect of your uh, of your fitness world, your fitness whole thing you got going on. Explain to the people some of the other things that you uh, that you partake in that you specialize in. So aerial yoga, um, I teach that around aerial town. yoga. I'm scared of ground yoga. <laughs> so <laughs> it's actually really fun. Um, I started that was my El Paso. Uh, thing that I picked up I was like I'm gonna learn something new so that's what I did and I ended up loving it and um, yeah I came here and now I'm teaching which I didn't have any plans to but um, there really wasn't a place in southeast Texas that was offering it okay uh, I found a gym with some tall ceilings and there we go Um, for the and for those that don't know what it is silk it's a silk hammock Mm -hmm. and you're doing a lot of the yoga poses that you would do on the ground but it's suspended decompressing the spine Um, it's great for the back (laughs) So you, um, you're a certified yoga instructor also, I mean, for ground, I also, ground I also, yoga. I also teach at Beaumont Power Yoga. You do? So in that community as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. Where did you, um, where did you get your uh, yoga certification? So I started teaching yoga back in El Paso, just doing some private lessons and then mm-hmm. moved here and 
got involved in the yoga community here. And then I, that's when I actually started teaching at a studio. So, gotcha. yeah. Cool. So what could they find you at? Uh, if they want to partake in your classes for the aerial yoga or ground power yoga. <laughs> so aerial yoga, we're at HHGC Gymnastics in Vider. Okay. The big gymnastics facility because they've got the tall ceilings that we need for aerial. And Beaumont Power Yoga, I'm Thursdays at 4 p.m. right now. Okay, cool, cool. So how does, for a guy like myself, how could yoga benefit me? Somebody who's as probably as tight as a stressed out rubber band when it comes to muscles. Yeah. A yoga, I think you see all those pictures online of, you know, the real complicated poses and maybe it scares people away. But yes. I mean, it's great for flexibility. It's great for strength and just relaxation. Just taking an hour to yourself to do that has so many benefits. Like I know for me, I do 30 minutes of yoga. I try to do it every day. Probably ends up being about every other for myself, but it actually helps in your weight training as well with your mobility. Um, yeah. Yes. Mobility mm-hmm. is my, uh, that's my biggest hangup. I mean, I, so. I love yoga, but I, I just don't have, I can't fit, find the time to fit it in there. I, I, I did it for about, um, I don't know. It's been about three years ago or so I got on a roll where I was, I was going every day. Every day I'd go to um, like a five thirty class over there at Beaumont Power Yoga. It was yeah, it was, it was a different name then, but um, yeah, I loved it and I kind of started getting halfway. I'm not gonna say good because you can do it for a lifetime. But I mean, I was getting I was getting to where I could make it through a whole power, you know, a whole hour, hour and a half power mm-hmm. yoga session mm-hmm. and feel pretty good about myself. Yeah. But um, is there a difference between uh, power yoga and just normal yoga? Is there's a, there's a bunch of different classes, and the thing I love about Beaumont Power Yoga, each instructor's different. So okay, yeah. power yoga, you know, moving through the flow a little bit faster, or there's one that's um, um, you know, it's about mind mindfulness. Mindful yoga is one of our other instructors. There's okay, hot yoga. Um, there's yoga. vinyasa flow. There's so many different kinds of yoga. There's something for everybody. And that's what I love about it. If maybe you come in and you think there's no way I can do this, everything can be modified. That's mm-hmm. what I love oh, about yeah. it. Hot yoga. People pay to do hot yoga. That amazes <laughs> me. But hot yoga is where it's at though, Ernest. Why? Because it, it just gets your body hot and just helps your muscles uh, relax and get loose. There's something very calming about it. When you're in the middle of it, you're like, why did I do this? But so when yeah, you say there hot was times yoga, when I was how, doing it. I how was, hot is it? I was thanking God I was not wearing a heart rate monitor. <laughs> so how hot is hot yoga? Um, at the studio there, um, I want to say it's, don't quote me on this, I want to say it's 90, but I don't I don't teach hot yoga, so I'm not okay, sure what that's they not keep too it bad. on. But uh, it gets pretty warm in there. That's not too bad. CrossFit gyms are pretty hot, so maybe maybe <laughs> it won't be as much as, uh, uh, as much of a challenge as I think it is. So, And where's the, uh, the yoga studio located? Uh, Beaumont Power Yoga is actually off Calder. You know where the New York pizza and pasta is? Yes, yes, okay. There's a strip mall there. It's right next door to that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. I might have to come partake in the class. Power Yoga, you said at 4? I'm at 4 p.m. on Thursdays 4 p.m. on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Thursdays is normally my rest day. That's when I shit. That's when I promise myself I do mobility work. That's it. Instead of doing yoga once, uh, I do yoga once a month. And every time I do it, I'm like, you know, I'm like, this really helped. I'm gonna keep doing it. I don't do it again for two months. (laughs) I do it again for one more month. So, so how much are the classes? Or at Beaumont Power, it's ten dollar class. Ten dollars class. Okay, that's not bad. See, it's affordable. Mm -hmm. Fitness can be, but I always tell people, you should invest in your body and in yourself. Mm Ten dollars to, especially my elder age, mm. like I like to call myself. Mobility is. I learned the hard way of when, as you get older, everything starts to tighten up. It does. 
So you don't have that flexibility that I had when I was 21. Now you get those lower back pains mm-hmm. because you sit down all day in the office. So I think they said, like, sitting down is the new killer because it just <clears throat> just drains you. It does. I didn't have back problems. I don't want to say back problems, but pains in my lower back when I work out until I started a straight-up desk job. Yeah, sitting, yeah, if you're sitting in a chair all day, that's I notice it too because I sit a lot for my job, and I feel it for sure. So people... Go out to Power Yoga. Beaumont Power Yoga. Beaumont, Beaumont Power, Power Yoga. Beaumont Power Yoga on Calder near New York Pizza and Pasta. Mm-hmm. And Aerial Yoga in Vider. Yep, at HHGC Gymnastics. We'd love to have you. Do I have to sign a waiver if I do Aerial Yoga? You do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How high off the ground are we? Um, well, it comes to your lower back. So uh-huh. that we hang from the waist. You're not far from the ground. So so can anybody do it? Is it Absolutely. beginner friendly and do you oh, have yeah. to go like through a training course, uh, on ramp? All levels. Like, of course, if it's your first time, we go through everything with you. But okay. yeah, all levels. I have everybody from, I even teach kids aerial too. So okay, everyone that's cool. from uh, 11 years old all the way up to I've even had somebody 75 years old. So everybody can do it. <laughs> yoga, yoga, yoga. So... Switching from yoga, mm-hmm. there's many more levels to your fitness. So <laughs> let's let's talk about scuba diving. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. So for a guy who can't swim, how does how does one? <laughs> let me tell, first off, let me tell y'all this scuba diving story. So I wasn't scuba diving. So we was in Aruba. Everybody was snorkeling off a party boat. Of course, you know what goes on a party boat. Had a couple of libations, a couple of drinks. So my buddies hyping me up. Hey man, let's let's go jump in the water and go snorkeling. I say, you know what? That's cool. <laughs> put my life jacket on, put my snorkeling thing on, jumped in the water, jumped in the middle of the ocean. You ever want to see somebody drown with a life jacket on? Just look at me. <laughs> I just remember my wedding ring spiraling down oh, to the bottom no. of the ocean. And I was just sucking in so much water. It was horrible. That's how <laughs> so your, your ring? Came my wedding ring. Yeah, my wedding ring just came. That's why I don't wear one now, is I lose them all the time. My wedding ring came off and floated down. I literally thought I wasn't going to make it back on the boat. And I was only five feet away from the ship. Oh, no. So how how did you get into scuba diving? So this was funny. It just came up in a conversation one day because actually my coaches that trained me for that um, bodybuilding show, they're big into scuba. So they always talk Mm -hmm. about it. Always showed me their pictures. And then in-depth scuba, it's actually in Vider. They have a shop there. He was putting on, it was in December because I was like, who's going to give a scuba certification in December? But lo and behold, there is a place, guys. You can do it. Um, So it actually, we did it in two weekends. Um, You go, you do the book work. You learn to, in the swimming pool, Mm -hmm. get used to all the equipment. And then you go to do your open water dive, which we went to uh, the Blue Lagoon in Huntsville for our final dives. Okay, and Hunts Vegas. Smith Lake. Yeah, <laughs> I went to college at Sam Houston. Oh, so did you? yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, um, actually, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it because I'm I felt kind of claustrophobic putting that yeah, mask the, on and breathing. I was like, "There's no way I'm going to be that one person that gets in this pool and can't do it." But so at work, we always put the you know SBCAs on the yeah. respirators, and it always freaks me out. And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's weird." Yeah. Um, but it actually wasn't that bad. Um, once you get it down, I was fine in the pool. And then I was like, well, I'm going to be scared when I get in the open water. But really, it was so pretty. My first dive that wasn't a training dive was in Costa Rica back in January. It was beautiful. Really? I wasn't thinking about the stress of, oh, what if I don't do this or that? I mean, obviously, I learned all the safety. Yeah, like, yeah. This is amazing. And that's the biggest thing. I guess you just freak out because you feel like, well, what if I don't turn my arrow on? Or what if it stop working? If I run out. But I guess that's why you train. Then it becomes second nature to yeah. you. Yeah. My only experience with scuba diving <clears throat> is um, we were in uh, Cancun, I think it was, 
And the, all my friends that, that I was there with, they were scuba divers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they go down, you know, 100 feet and stay down there for however long, you know, the tank would last. Yeah. And they were like, Thad, you need to do this. You know, they give free lessons down at the pool. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Free lessons uh, at the pool. I go down there to the pool, you know, and I go through all the little lessons, and they're like, yeah, sure, you're good to go. I get out there in the middle of the ocean, and, yeah, that wasn't so good. I, without any training, you didn't know – you didn't know what to expect, you know, and I went down there, and I'm like, oh, my God, I couldn't clear my my sinuses, you know. Yeah, I that's what I was afraid of, too. I could too. not do yeah. it, and uh, it was horrible. My my ears just, it, it was pretty bad. So is that so is that pack pretty heavy that y'all got to swim with, or is it just, or do you not really, after a while, you just don't, it doesn't bother you anymore? I mean, the tank itself is heavy, but when mm. you're in the water, it's not. Yeah, because okay. you actually have weights on mm-hmm. to get you down to the bottom. Really? Yeah. So what you're saying, I can automatically float? Well, I mean, you inflate it to float on the top of the okay. water until you're ready to go down. Okay. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> so a normal guy like me can learn how to scuba dive. Yeah, you should try it. I should try it? I think so, yeah. Let me learn Conquer how to swim first. <laughs> Let me learn how to swim first, and I'll, I'll give you and Tyler a call, and y'all can teach me how to uh, scuba dive. I want to go visit the scuba shop. <laughs> scuba <laughs> shop. <laughs> I wouldn't hire me as a scuba instructor. A scuba instructor did yet? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> So we got scuba diving, skydiving. Talk to us about how did you get into skydiving? As so, you can see, so we didn't cover marathon running, <laughs> uh, professional bodybuilding, yoga instructor, scuba diving. Yeah. Now skydiving. Yeah, skydiving was the skill I decided to pick up when I lived in Missouri. <laughs> okay. I just <laughs> So literally each, well, that's good. So each city you go to, you pick up a skill that you could always relate it back to. Yeah. It's cool, just cool. Just keep adding to the Adding to the repertoire, experience. yeah. yeah. So I just was like, that'd be kind of cool. Because I did a, a tandem dive for my 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I was like, oh, I want to get certified. But, I mean, it's kind of pricey. And, you know, when you're in college, you can't afford that. <laughs> I couldn't anyways. Uh, so then my first job, I just called this place up. And I was like, hey, I want to take your course. It's called um, Accelerated Freefall. He's like, all right, come out on Saturday. Signed up and did the course. <laughs> Accelerated <laughs> Freefall. Mm-hmm. What's that? So that's the course to get your certification. Okay. It's uh, 25 jumps. Well, if you it, your graduation jump is 25. There are certain skills I had to repeat, mm-hmm. you know, until I mastered it. But you start with uh, two tandem jumps. So I did that. And then the very first jump with my coach on my own. And, um, yeah, there's 25 jumps, and there's skill sets that you have to check off for each one. And so... And I graduated and got my A license, is what we call it. There's different licenses you can get depending on what you're doing. But, yeah. Ooh, so cool. how many jumps have you made? I'm up to 67. 67. Mm-hmm. 67. So, what, what does it feel like? Does it feel like a roller coaster when you jump, or is it a different feeling? No, it's different. Everybody thinks it's like the roller coaster. It's not like that at all. Once you're out the door, it's just like being in a big wind tunnel. If it's really, really? windy outside, yeah. And the view is amazing. You're never going to get a better view. So how long, is, how long does a jump last? How long do you get to enjoy it? I mean, it kind of depends on a lot of different factors. But for me, with my body weight and everything, free fall, about mm. a minute or so. And then under canopy, I mean, you can come down as fast as you want. Or if you're in full flight, you can stay up there okay. for a little while. So so you do your own jump. So do you have to, like, fold your own parachute and everything mm. like that? That's part of the AFF course. You have to take a packing class. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll be so scared. So my dream, <laughs> my dream skydive. Dream skydive. Okay. We're going to jump out. Everybody, we're going to play a hand of poker in free fall, right? So we're going in free fall, playing as much as we can. Pull the parachute. We're going to go down. Then we're going to scuba dive to the bottom of the ocean and finish the round of poker. Really? Yeah. 
You're going to do that all in one. Yep. I thought you were joking, so she's for real. So let me backtrack. So I haven't gonna, worked out the logistics. Logistics, yeah. so yeah. So you're going to skydive, and you're going to start a game of poker. Mm-hmm. In you, free fall. And you're going to free fall mm-hmm. and finish the game at the bottom of a uh, of the ocean. Of the ocean. Yeah. Man, that's pretty cool. That's my pipe dream. For anybody wondering, I have not figured out the logistics <laughs> of that. But you have goals, though. I don't know. I don't know what I mean. Yeah, she's got lofty goals. Yeah, you got lofty. You didn't done. You didn't pretty much done everything a human could do in regards to fitness. That's why we called you the Renaissance woman. So I guess it's kind of like the icing it on a cake. Yeah, but we still got to tackle base jumping. Oh yeah, base jumping. <laughs> oh, that's I heard that's a little bit more dangerous. It is. Hey, maybe one day I'll try it. I don't know. Try it now. This. <laughs> Me, I'll, maybe I might do a school. Can't you, what's uh, what's some local places you could go? Well, I guess local, but what's, do you have to skydive here in Southeast Texas or do you have to go to Houston? Uh, to Houston, uh, Spaceland Houston is where I've gone. So it's a, I don't get to go quite as often because that's a little bit more of a drive. Whereas mm-hmm. when I learned in Missouri, I was like 30 minutes away from a drop zone. Um, but I try to go when I can. You know, okay. there's a lot of factors. You got to have a good weather day. Can't have a lot of clouds. Depends on the wind. There's so it's not just about getting in your plane, going up and jumping, right? Yeah, there's a lot Ooh. of factors. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So what else do you have? What So we talked about some things you've done, and some certifications that you actually have. You picked up a skill in every city mm-hmm. that you go. So I guess you're going to add bodybuilding to Southeast Texas, right? Yeah. But you're going to attach to us. I, this is my first podcast ever. Okay. Wow. So cool, cool, cool. So you guys cool. are so, giving me a first experience, <laughs> a first, too. There you my go. first good, podcasting good. experience. So what, so put what that a, on the list. Put that on check mark. <laughs> check that off of Jillian's bucket list. Masters of Fitness podcast. Done. <laughs> So what are some other uh, goals, some things you have in mind and sight that you would like to accomplish or like to do that you haven't yet experienced yet? In fitness or just in general? Just in general. Fitness, general, or just some goals you have, something you you like to do? Um, I really want to travel more. Um, I've been really blessed to be able to travel as much as I have, but mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of places in the world I haven't seen yet. So I'd like to get to a place in my life where I can take that time. And, and just travel. Yeah, I would love that. Traveling is fun. I feel when you. I feel like you people uh, limit themselves and limit themselves to the world when you don't travel because mm-hmm. you come so close minded to what you believe here in Southeast Texas. Then when you see the world, right, it opens your eyes to so much, so many other things. Yeah, I never want to get too comfortable because there's always something else to learn. There's always other places to see. Yep. So that is true. That's it's true. Always something to learn, people. Pick up a book, read it. Any reading of good books lately? Oh, I ha- I'm a huge reader. Huge so reader. I just finished uh, Damon West's book, Okay, um, The Change Agent. Right now I'm in the middle of the Mueller Report. Just thought I'd, you know, reading that for work. Um, but last year I read, I think it was 110 books um, for the year. I try to keep the reading up. I read every genre, whether it's a genre I like or not. I just like to, you know, be well read. 110 books. What's your favorite? My favorite genre? Favorite genre, favorite book. Um, if you I had one book to take with you on a desert island, what would it be? Ooh, that's a tough question. <laughs> hmm. I would have to say I really enjoyed Pride and Prejudice. I've actually read okay. that three times. Three times, cool. But my favorite genre, I would say, is like mystery, crime. Crime level? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, mystery. I just got a new book, Ernest. What's that? The, the new Pete Rose book. Pete Rose. Mm-hmm. The making of a baseball player. <laughs> Is that what you posted on my page? Yeah. Pete Rose. The Charlie Hustle. Charlie Hustle. You know why he hustled that? I told you. I posted that on my Facebook post. <laughs> he hustled because that's he knew he had to win his money back from gambling. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he hustled. But he so. was one of the hardest hardest uh, playing ball players ever to walk the face of the earth. Yeah, he was a good guy. He good ball player. 
put a guy in the hospital during an all-star game. <laughs> yeah, because he ran the dude over. That was crazy. Yeah. Don't hustle that hard in all-star game. Hustle hard. <laughs> I want you to add, that recommended this book to me. If you get a chance, check out the uh, – Ever with David Groggins? Yes, yes. My boyfriend read that book. It's on my list. I need to read yeah, that check one it next. Out. Yeah. yeah, I would on that book. That's one of the ones that I would say get the uh, the audio audio book to it because oh, really? it's, it's a yeah. mix between a radio show, a podcast, and an audio book. And he interjects his thoughts in each part they actually talk about. Oh, interesting. You don't want to talk yeah, about somebody really, live. Really a, you want to talk about somebody live the challenge in life? Mm-hmm. It was this guy. Yeah, I've read some excerpts. I'm really excited to read mm, the whole cool. book. So. so you read 110 books, people. She read 110 books and <laughs> produces a show and did a bodybuilding competition, teaches yoga. What do you not do? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm always looking to add more skills. Uh, who knows? What Try CrossFit yet? You know, it's been a couple of years since I tried a CrossFit class. I, in all fairness, I need to give it another shot because okay. I haven't. I don't think I gave it a fair shot, but you didn't give it a fair shot. She's gonna make it to a Saturday class. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. go to Dad's class. That's a good class. That's a good class to start off with the CrossFit endurance class. So. Yeah. Guess I'm gonna have to come all the way to CrossFit Beaumont now to get a good endurance mm-hmm. class in at that. Yep, you're gonna need to do that. <laughs> so what? So what kind of fuels Jillian? What gives you that the energy, the motivation to just do all these things you do and just keep driving and want to do new things and new challenges. Cause like you said, a lot of times people tend to just settle with what they're used to. Mm-hmm. People don't like to get, like we say, uncomfortable. So how do you keep that mental toughness and that mind frame to keep challenging yourself? So for me, I do well in all aspects of my life. If I have something I'm working toward, whether it was, you know, a bodybuilding show or getting a skydiving license, even though that has nothing to do with like my career or anything, I do better like in my career and personal life when I have goals that I'm working toward. Um, I find if I don't set goals like throughout the year, it kind of lose motivation. That is true. Yeah. You get lost. I do. I'm like, what am I waking up for again? You know, I have yep. to, I like to have reasons to keep uh, getting up in the morning. And that's what our people, a uh, guy asked me, why do you want to do an Ironman? Why do you want to do a marathon? Because it's a goal. It's right. something to do. It's something to work towards instead of just getting lost and right. not doing anything. The, yeah. theme, so, the theme of what, our third show, Ernest, or the fourth show? Setting goals? Setting goals. Setting goals and achieving. So we is there a whole show on that? So is there like a strategy you use when you're setting goals to make sure you stick to them, or is it just kind of a mental thing you just keep track of? Um, I mean, I have everything laid out on my calendar. Deadlines I need to meet, whether it's for work and my personal life, um, and then kind of at the beginning of the year, you know, people make New Year's resolutions. I decide what I want to accomplish that year. My big goals. I mean, I okay. always have my short term goals, but. Um, you know, maybe it was a bodybuilding show, which is what it was this year. Or uh, maybe it's say I want to get this new certification. So that's I'm working on a new certification now that I'm super excited about. What is this? What is this certification? So it's relatively new. It's called Yo Massage. And I took I got to do my first class. It's not available to the public yet here in Southeast Texas. Okay. Um, but I am uh, I'm going to be doing my certification for that to be a Yo Massage supporter. So it's where I would team up with a massage therapist, and it's taking yoga poses, but you're actually getting massage. I'm not the one that would huh. do the massage. Obviously, yeah. the massage therapist would, but... A friend of mine actually uh, had just done this. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, that's coming soon to Southeast Texas. So you can tell them y'all can knock off two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah, I can. You can do yoga. So you're saying and I can go do yoga and get a massage at the same time? That yes. saves so much time. <laughs> well, I got my first experience like what your friends did, and I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't really know what to expect. I'm like, this is amazing, and I can't wait for more people in Southeast Texas to experience it. Really? Cool. See, that's what I need to sign up for. So you let us know when you start <laughs> doing the uh, yoga massage. That's something we'd be very interested in. Yeah, so I'm super excited about that. It's another another notch on your belt. I'm telling you, I'm so excited. That's cool, cool, good, good to go. So what? Uh, so as we kind of wrap this whole thing up today, so what message would you like to leave the people out there in the community in the Southeast Texas and Houston area, the world, for all our people listening to us around the world? So, <laughs> um, never think that too uh, any goal is too big to reach, or think any dream is too impossible, because. If you would have asked me five years ago, hey, do you think that you could compete in a bodybuilding competition? I'd be like, no. Do you think, even before I started running, do you think you could run a marathon? No, I can't even run a mile. Um, Do you think that, you know, you would ever be jumping out of airplanes as a certified skydiver? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I was a very quiet and shy kid growing up. Oh, you um, was quiet and you're I very was, outgoing now. That's, yeah, things have changed. And yes. I think it's because I forced myself to get out there, set some goals, get involved in some things, and really that just helped me figure out who I was. So um, <clears throat> I think I've seen uh, some of your uh, maybe Instagram posts or something. Your your dad's fairly um, into working out and stuff too, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He was a basketball player, and he stays in shape too. So mm-hmm. he's always fun to work out with. Anytime I go home and visit, we got to get a workout in. Cool, cool. <laughs> Where did he play basketball? Oh, in high school. In high school, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but he'll still play if you ever want to play. <laughs> really? No, I don't. I was trying to teach my daughter how to play basketball this morning, so it was pretty fun. So, so that's good. So good. So where can the people uh, find you at? Uh, what's your social media account so they could keep in touch with you, Jillian? And yeah. So on Facebook, if you just type in Jillian Furtig, I'll pop up. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the only Jillian Furtig out there. Okay. That last time I checked anyways. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> I'm also just at Jillian Furtig. Instagram at Jillian.Furtig. Cool, so cool. It's just my name. Simple to find. Simple to find. That's easy. Some people like in the industry, uh, like media industry has like these very weird names. You're like, you know what? They didn't write it off this whole at this <laughs> and I didn't forgot it already. I'm not even writing this down. <laughs> it's good that you have just your name. So it's easy to come up with. So. Yeah. That's it. Luckily, my last name's not too common, so none of the usernames are taken. Yeah. <laughs> Good to go. Well, we appreciate you joining the show today, I and we uh, thank yeah, you. Fun. Episode six. This is fun. Hopefully, we can get you back on, and you can talk a little bit more about the uh, yo massage, and let me know when I could get uh, yo massage. Yes, absolutely. Going, so. And for anybody watching who's interested, we'll probably announce some things coming up. Just getting everything kind of set and ready to go okay. for it. So people yeah. look for that. Look for the whole yo massage thing. So. Mm-hmm. Thad, where can the people find you at? Where's your uh on Instagram at King Thad and um Facebook just Thad King. See, normally people would think that's a made up Instagram account, but yeah. it happened to be so cool though. I was just thinking about that today. I say King Thad is a pretty cool that is Instagram good. name and it's just your name. Well, yeah, and that was something that got started in high school. <clears throat> Whenever I was in high school, that's what everybody called me. Cool. She so. was a king. See, it's better than just E. J. Doyle. EJ underscore Yeah, that's kind of dull. Something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, so people, thank you for uh, listening to the show today. You can find us on uh, Masters of Fitness on Podbean, Apple iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you could locate uh, podcasts. And also, don't forget to go to Facebook and like and 
There you go. Follow our page. Facebook, like, follow the page, follow us on YouTube. You can pretty much find us everywhere. So we'll have this uh, video uploaded again on YouTube if you want to check it out and watch us. And once again, thank you, Jillian, for being on the show. Thanks yeah. for having me. Thanks I a lot for having you. It. Appreciate it. It was a blast. A good show. Like I said, our first uh, first celebrity that we have on our show. So let's give us a round of applause <laughs> as we go out. So. All right, and uh, thank you, everybody on Facebook and the Facebook community for being there with us today, and we appreciate you watching us. Right. Until next time. Cue the cool drop. Drop, drop.